Green Sense Show is sponsored by CEA Technology, providing a sustainable modular indoor growing system. Visit CEATECHN.com to learn more. Robert Colangelo, and this is Green Sense, where we bring you eco innovations that are changing your world. What if the glass in a greenhouse was also a solar panel, allowing the semi transparent solar panel to absorb energy from sunlight without blocking the light that the plants need to convert into chemical energy to grow? My guest this week is an engineer with UCLA that asked the what if question, but also built a bench scale greenhouse to test this hypothesis. Here to tell us more is Yang Yang, lead scientist at the UCLA Samueli School of Engineering. Yang Yang, welcome to GreenSense. Thank you, Robert. Good to be here. Well, how did you come up with this wonderful idea? <laughs> um, we had um, this um, transparent or semi-transparent solar cell since 2014. Um, that was um, uh, so, but at the time when we built the transparent solar cell, based on organic compounds, we never thought to combine with agriculture. So, but, so combined with agriculture was just recent couple of years that uh, when we see what kind of application that we can we uh, generate from these wonderful ideas. So one application that a student came out is uh, to combine the transparent uh, organic solar cell with the greenhouse, uh, the agricultural greenhouse. So um, the advantage is that we can design our molecule to pick up particular light that the plants don't need it for their growth. And then we can let the, the important light like UV and the, the uh, red color light that the plant use the most. Yeah let's, yeah, let's get into that in a second. Our company builds uh, vertical farms and greenhouses. Mm -hmm. And if you could scale this idea, it can have a fantastic economic uh, impact on indoor growing. As you know, greenhouses require electricity to run motors mm -hmm. that automatically open vents, raise shade, raise shade screens, operate pumps to convey nutrients to the plants, and then they power supplemental lighting to provide year-round crop production. Now, other companies have had this idea and are producing PV panels for greenhouse application, such as Onyx, uh, Mitris, and Solaculture. Uh, what makes your experiment unique and your idea different? Oh, uh, first, I, I did not know we have a competitor exist. So <laughs> I'm not sure if they're a competitor, but they're making UV panel, uh, they're making PV panels for greenhouses that produce electricity and let the light in. Well, Produce electricity is not difficult. You know, you can just have a silicon solar panel, but with not fully covered with say 50% covered by solar panel, the other 50% of the sun pass, but it's non-selective. Our idea is, um, as you have a question, what make our idea stand out is that we actually, as I mentioned earlier, we are able to design a molecule such that it pick up spatial portion of wavelengths the plants that they need to use it. And more important is that um, uh, that when we provide those kind of um, uh, uh, semi-transparent uh, organic solar cell, we found that the plant actually grow better because we filter out those um, harmful lights or cut down the intensity and, uh, and also save the uh, uh, irrigation, save water as well. 
So that's pretty unique that you're able to uh, split the uh, light waves so that uh, you can produce electricity and the plants can also use it for photosynthesis. So you built a small greenhouse to experiment with. Uh, tell us about that test greenhouse. So what was the dimensions? What was it made out of? Uh, did it use a bench or hanging gutter hydroponic system? Or was there other cultivation methods you used in there? Actually, that would be best answer by my student, but he's working on the, the important experiment now. So let me answer for him on his behalf. Uh, Dr. Zhao, uh, Ye Ping Zhao, is uh, the first author of the paper. So we built a greenhouse about the size of about one foot or 12 inch or 16 inch by 12 inch uh, in, in, in size. And then the height is about uh, 12 inches. So we covered the greenhouse with the organic solar cell on top of that. And then we grow different kind of seeds inside. And we compare two greenhouses, no coverage at all, just transparent glass compared to our trans uh, uh, and the semi-transparent solar cell. We found our plants actually grow better. And then later we talked to someone who is expertise in the agriculture. He said, it is actually true. He said the best growing condition are the plants under the shades, not really under the direct sunlight, in, particularly in California. So um, that offers some explanation to our observations. Well, a big challenge for any greenhouse is controlling the indoor climate and mm -hmm. controlling pests and providing a consistent nutrient solution. How did you achieve this in such a small uh, test uh, area? Oh, we don't control at all. We just have an enclosure environment. And so that's a very root, a first degree of a study. And uh, uh, of course, if you want to go any further, we really need to work with the real uh, farmers and uh, uh, you know real vertical growth uh, uh, system, uh, like you mentioned earlier. So we are open-minded to see whether we can collaborate with others. So that's why we, we, you know, we are public university. We like to see our research can benefit our society, also our you know industry. Yeah. Well. It's easy to, what we have found is that it's very easy to grow indoors in a very small uh, area, mm -hmm. but there's big challenges once you start to scale up uh, a facility so that it's available for co commercial production. What do you see as the challenges to scaling up oh, your technology? Scale up is always a challenge, you know, matter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You, you cook one pizza is one thing. You cook 10,000 pizzas is different. Yes. Um, in, in our case, because if we build solar panels uh, with large dimension, the efficiency tend to drop because just like electricity, you send the electricity from nuclear power plant to a household, you lost about 30% of the electricity because the copper wire are not perfect conductor. So um, semi similar argument that apply to solar cell, organic solar cell in this case, is that when you build solar panels a little bit bigger, uh, the efficiency tend to drop. That's because the metal wires and other things, we have to pay a tax on that. So um, that's the one issue. So the, the challenge become, how can we make the solar panels a large size, the size we want, but still maintain the same efficiency? That still uh, requires uh, a, little, a little bit of homework. So that's one thing. The other is the, the, the molecule that we make are not cheap. That, that requires a lot of money. I mean, um, um, uh, to, to make a large production requires some severe uh, investment. So 
because we're only in the university, we are not in the position to make a large volume of chemicals. So um, we hope perhaps that your, your radio program can help us to, to attract people who are willing to work with us. Yes. I think the idea is fascinating, and I think it has real potential, as I mentioned in the intro. Uh, you also did several experiments. Uh, tell us about what cultivars you grew, and and you told us the plant quality was good. How were you able to scientifically prove that? Uh, that really need my student to answer that. And you know, you can understand I'm not the person who who, who really carry out the experiment by myself. I think we grow some of the seeds, and then uh, the reason the the way we we correct that. Actually, one of the uh, referee asked us to to do some uh, uh, DNA sequencing, which I, I don't know even know how to do that. But is we really measure the dimension, how height, what is the height grow? So the height that we have and the size of the plant, and the both under the sun and under the um, the, the the shade, uh, actually under the shade to grow better. Uh, better size and uh, uh, so I don't know whether it's scientifically enough but at least it offers some reference point. Yeah traditionally the way they test plants is either through biomass uh, dry or wet and and by taste and of course oh, really? color, taste. and by look you know if, if they're edible vegetables so uh -huh. uh, it sounds like maybe you were a little earlier or that's not your expertise but I'd be very interested to see how you quantified that. Oh, well, that, would be, that would be great if we can have someone, you know, some agriculture department or or some farmers, people like your audience. Yes, and we've worked with the University of California, Davis. They do tremendous work in horticulture. It's something you might want to look at collaborating with. Uh, they've got uh, different scales for testing and measuring, uh, you know, plant uh, efficacy. Well, the produce business is very competitive, and to be successful, you have to control your capital expenses and your operating expenses. Have you done any economic modeling to understand how this will impact the design, build, and operating cost of a greenhouse using these uh, PV panels? Not yet. I'm waiting for someone to help us. Yes. <laughs> well, that's okay. You got to start somewhere. It is, it is fascinating. Okay. And uh, uh, usually typical, my way is that if a student for my group willing to take this one one step further to commercialize, I will I will give them this one as a, a souvenir for the, the graduation. They can move on to their career with something that, that they like to start a company or challenge themselves to move to the next milestone. Have you calculated how much energy or electricity you could generate? And can the greenhouse be self-sufficient and off the grid by producing enough electricity to run all those motors and things I talked about earlier? It depends on the size of the greenhouse. If the size, the, if the roof area is big enough, that I think we should, because our efficiency is pretty good, it's about 14, 15% small dimension. But once it, you make a bigger, let's say you drop to 10% efficiency. A typical household uh, solar panel on the roof is about 20%, the, the, the best one. So we are about half of that. So, um, but we can wrap around the greenhouse, not just the roof. We can also wrap around the, the wall as well. So all things considered, I think we probably can produce quite significant amount of electricity. Of course, we're talking about you need the storage, you need a battery to charge those electricity during the raining day or during the night as well. So, so um, but by all means, I don't, I, I don't have a number, but if you want me to sit down to calculate it, 
um, you know, how many watts can generate. I, I think, and also let me know how much watts a pump or lighting, light fixture takes. Then we can probably come up with something, if not 100%, at least partially. Yeah, I would be interested to know your square feet of PV panel space versus the amount of electricity it produces so that you had a ratio of how many panels you'd need per you know, square foot, a footprint of a greenhouse. But oh, we, that's something you may them. want to take a look at. Yeah. <laughs> we will cover them all. And, and more importantly is when we published the paper in 2014, as I mentioned to you, we only have 4% efficiency. Now we are 14. It's pretty good. So three times more, three times plus improvement. Yes. Yeah. But as we said, it's easy to do on a small scale. Let's see what happens when you scale up. Uh, most glass houses are in cold climates because uh, the cold <coughs> glass provides better insulative value. You conducted your experiment in California where you have a lot of sun. And most greenhouses in California are constructed of very simple plastic or shade screen. Uh, what, in your thoughts, how would your results vary if this experiment was done in the Midwest where it's cold and not as sunny? Actually, that's a very good question. For example, we can build our solar cell using some based on the uh, insulating form. So the, the solar cell is thermal insulating, not, not, to, not just optically. And then the, our solar cell is organic. And organic solar cell has a better light absorption compared to silicon. So we, our efficiency is pretty good in the, in the dim light condition. So the reason is very simple, is a simple physics. That is, our index refraction are smaller, so the light is easier to get in, unlike silicon has index. So that's why you see silicon solar panel are very reflective. You can see the reflect light. So that's the, the, the advantage of our solar cells. Okay, so, so in Midwest, um, we need to, I'm a scientist, I let the experimental data to tell but um, in principle, I think we might be able to do a pretty good job based on what I just mentioned here. So as I mentioned, many uh, greenhouses are made of many di different materials than glass. Mainly it's in the cold climate you find the glass greenhouses. Is there a way to put these uh, uh, in the plastic greenhouses? Of course. Absolutely. In principle, we are building things on a flexible substrate, so they can laminate on the surface you interest. On a plastic, you think about the good old days, we have these transparencies. We usually use a transparency to do presentation. We can build a, uh, the organic greenhouse uh, solar cell on those transparent uh, plastic films. Yeah. yeah, that would be uh, excellent. It would make it, I think, more globally uh, accessible. Um, yeah. Since you were doing experimentation and when you experiment, there's always things that you didn't expect to find out. Did you have any unexpected findings while you were doing this experimentation? Oh, the biggest surprise was we thought when we cut down the light that the plant will grow worse. It turns out to be, at least in, in California, in Southern California, the plant actually better. And then I went to, one day I went to, uh, I don't remember, the central uh, California Valley, there's a lot of agricultural land. And during the off season, they actually cover the land with uh, a white color um, a plastics, not in the greenhouse, but those white color plastics, they cover on the land. 
they can be our solar cell. And on the other hand, our solar cell doesn't need to be on the greenhouse. It could be as a coverage for the land. Interesting. Yeah. Were you able, able to measure the amount of light coming into the plant, either using a PAR meter or direct light inter integral? Oh, we can do that. It's, all we need to do is just uh, do a mathematical calculation, which we have pr probably done that. That is, assuming the light, the, you do the integral, as you mentioned, then you, you do the uh, measurement, and then you do just do integral the whole wavelengths. You should be able to do that. But in your experiment, did you measure that? Probably we did. I, I would be surprised we did not. Okay. But, no. <laughs> I would think so too. Yeah. So what's next in your entrepreneurial journey? You took the hardest step. That's the first one. You've mm -hmm. done a bench scale test. Where Where are you going from here? Okay. We, we want to increase the efficiency and a lot of infrared light we still not utilize yet. So we are designing new molecule. It go into more infrared, harvest the infrared light, increase the efficiency, but it's transparent to the visible to eyes that you don't see it. Okay, so that's what we are doing right now. So quite exciting. It it really is. Anything else you'd like to share with our listeners in closing? Um, we are very excited about this opportunity of of making that um, uh, the the greenhouse multifunctional. And my slogan is turn the greenhouse into a powerhouse eventually, hopefully. And uh, uh, hopefully all the greenhouse can be off-grid, as you described. And uh, um, so, so that's how we think this technology, which original from, 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 uh, from the, this country, hopefully we can turn that into an industry in the Made in America, in this country. Well, Yang Yang, I'd like to uh, maybe reach out to you in a year and see what kind of progress you've made. <laughs> But no thank problem. you for joining us on Green Sense. It was a pleasure having you on the show. And I hope you're able to commercialize your technology because it could revolutionize the greenhouse industry. Let's do it together. Let's do it together. <laughs> Myself alone cannot do it. Thank you so much, yeah. Robert. And uh, wish you a happy day. Okay. That's Yang Yang, lead scientist at the UCLA Samuele School of Engineering, sharing the recent agrovoltaic study with using PV to power both plants and motors in a greenhouse. I'm Robert Colangelo. Thank you for listening to Green Sense and check out the Green Sense Minute every Thursday and Saturday on 105.9 FM, WBBM Chicago. And visit the GreenSenseShow.com website to learn more about sponsorship. Green Sense Show is sponsored by CEA Technology, providing a sustainable modular indoor growing system. Visit C-E-A-T-E-C-H-N dot com to learn more.